Hello and welcome to Was That In Good Taste, your podcast for alcohol, equity, and sometimes even humor. As always, I'm your host, JB, joined by your other just as equally important host, Chandler Phillips. See, my my name was longer and therefore the more important <laughs> it is host. more important. And this week, we're going to be talking, I guess, kind of astrology. We're talking astrology we're talking astrological signs. And lick and liquor. What's your sign, baby girl? Ooh, you know, I'm a Taurus. You know what I'm saying? On the cusp of Aries. Mm. You know, April 30th, the cusp hey, of baby, Aries. baby, if you were Taurus, I'm a red flag. Let's cut together. It's still not funny. It's, it's it, still it, not funny. It's kind of red flag. What is your it's sign? It's kind of funny. I don't even know what your I'm, sign is. I'm an Aries. You know that. Oh, of course I know. You know how I know? Because you're I'm the fool. You bitch. <laughs> April first, you're at the beginning of the month. I'm at the end. You're. I started out. You finish it out. So hold on. But before we get started, don't forget, everybody, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe. Was that in good taste on Facebook? Was it in good taste at gmail.com? And you know how it goes. If you have something to say, if you want to curse us out or give us one star, please do. It's there. If iTunes, you say something, Spotify, see something. Oh, 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 God. Oh, oh, God. Here, here we go. So, normally we do a thing. We're like, man, man, man. On Mondays we do behind the bar, but like we're behind and stuff. So no, we're, we're not just behind the bar. We're behind. So we're we're fucking just at the bar, just sloshed. It's been a we got whew. we got a little. So you were gonna you were gonna say something before I cut you off to do the plugs. Um, all I said is if you're gonna say something, see something. People from New York don't even know what that's about. Okay, you do you even know where that fucking came from? That's from the subways, right? Do you know when that happened? Um, nine eleven, bro. After nine oh, eleven, that's where that came from. It was a. I thought it was as a result of uh, warriors. <laughs> um, oh my! Because fucking... of all the uh, pro- that was a documentary, right? Oh, God. oh um, yeah. Because oh. of the prolific. <laughs> wow. Now, you haven't been in front of a crowd for a while. I think you just needed a laugh. That's a lie. I did an open mic recently. Did you? Well, let's. So instead of being behind the bar where we take you for a ride, we're in front of it, <laughs> going for a ride. Tell tell us real quick. Let's catch up because last episode we spoke with your mother, Mama. But we we, we spoke a lot of cool stuff. But like, let's let's catch. What, what, you, what you did stand up? I did a stand up recently. Did, you did a stand up at the Producers Club in Times Square, Manhattan. Another um, Producers Club, yeah. You've been there. You familiar? I know the. I know the. Are you a, club? I yeah. mean, you're the producer of the show, so yeah. this is. Yeah. You have to pay your union dues yeah, to cool. the producers club. Um, no, but it was really good. Uh, a friend of mine hosted. Um, his name is Matt Elias. Elias. Um, what friends? I, I know <laughs> we're on a fir- see. We're on a first, first name basis. basis. And so I don't have to bother learning the last name. Mm. But anyway, super cool guys, super chill venue. Um, it was really good to get back out just in front of people to um, say some jokes and to uh, just kind of do that that little little workout that I haven't done in so long. Did anybody laugh? It. I did get some laughs. I tried a new joke that I hadn't done in front of people. I think I might have done it in one of our like make me laugh clown mm-hmm, segments. 
Um, but it got a fairly good uh, response, so I'm hoping I'll, I'll work on it a little bit more. Um, and I got another couple uh, things that I'm, I'm brainstorming Oh, you got with. a few chuckles. Did you so. get one, two, or ten? I'd say seven. Whoa. I got seven chuckles. Any guffaws? Three belly laughs. Oh, whoa. Those are the best. Yeah. I I love a I love I'd, a belly laugh. And that would be out of like as nine nine no. Five jokes, nine tag punchline, like total opportunity nine laugh breaks in in theory. Oh. That's not bad. Yeah, check my wow. stats card. I um, wouldn't know that you were funny from doing this podcast. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, work with what you can get. Um, <laughs> oh, this fucking guy. Here's a question, because, you know, wow, being at the bar is awesome. So we're drinking a concoction, concoction, which is, is super interesting. So this is the kind of thing that, like, you know, usually we do things and, like, usually either you pick a cocktail or, like, I'll be like, yeah, I kind of made something, you know. But, like, I was like, hey. Like, come here. Let's get over let, here. Let's, I was like, I missed you. Come over here and make something. And we we dicked around in the kitchen. And what did we come across? Well, I think this is interesting because this is not what we originally made. But I like, I like this, but it's, it's like an, I, I guess it doesn't have a name. It's almost like an iced chai toddy. It's an iced maple chai toddy. I, we don't, listen. Uh, let's just tell them what's in it, and they'll make a name for themselves. I mean, it's like a hot toddy with chai. That's then with maple, with maple instead of like honey. Yeah, and then okay. and but it has ice in it, and it's cold. It's a chai tea. It's a bourbon. It's a maple syrup. Then it's all brought down to an iced temperature in a rocks glass it's, with a wedge of lemon. There you go. It's a cold roddy. It's a a cold roddy. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Oh, and also, what was the name of the bitters that oh, we that was on the, top? Uh, oh, it was the Fashod's bitters. Fashod's? Fashod's. Fashod's? Fashod's. Fashod's. Which are... Fish heads? Which are... That's racist because... that You know why that's racist? No. I you know, don't know. Do you know Wait, why what? it's racist? No! Because it's from Louisiana. Okay. They are Creole bitters. I'm talking out of my ass because I know that's where it's from. And I know that those bitters were made for like uh, Sazeracs or whatever. But like mm-hmm. that's where it's from. It's from New Orleans. And you traditionally garnish a Sazerac with fish heads. If you get canceled, it's not on me. You won't tell me <laughs> why know? that's racist. But because people in Louisiana are fucking black people that were displaced by fucking the French. Anyway. But why is the term? Because you're saying fish heads and not for shots. You're not respecting the language, mm. as I said incorrectly, because some fucking somebody from Louisiana is going to be like, we oui, we oui, I'm speaking Creole slash French. It's for shards. That's my imitation of somebody from Louisiana. Well, okay. <laughs> First of all, if anyone speaking Creole is going to tell me that language isn't flexible. You're going to tell that people of color from Louisiana who speak the different versions of Creole? 
Yeah, that all, language all is not flagging. You gonna, you're going to tell them? Yes, I'm going <laughs> to tell them. In my dialectical Yiddish, that language isn't flexible. How that, would you do it in your dialectical Yiddish? I'd say, fuck you, kid. It's like, hey, what is this? Uh, the locks is not on the bagel here? I don't understand. Now that's racist. <laughs> what, are you do- what are you doing? Hmm. I don't understand. It's like it's too much sun over here. I'm gonna get a spitz. I'm gonna burn. Oh, such heat this morning. Yeah, I went to the store. The guy, he's one. I don't understand what he's saying. First, I asked for a pair of crocodile. They said <laughs> we don't got any of that. I walked outside, found two crocodiles. There's no crocodiles in Florida or Louisiana. They're um. What are they? They're are not they? in that hemisphere. They're um. They're not crocodiles. They're, they're alligators. They're alligators. What's the difference? Well, one will see you in a while, and the other one will see you <laughs> later. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I can't. I. You know how I know it's been forever since I've seen you. Why? Because you thought that I was think funny. you're fucking funny. <laughs> Holy shit! So uh, I have a question for you. you. We're drinking something else, but we're not gonna talk about that yet. That's for later. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a prophet, but I had prophetic dreams. Um, here we know. Waddle Reagan. Can I, all right, so here's a question being an Aries, right? Okay, on the cusp of Taurus. Yes. And I'm a Taurus on the cusp uh, of Aries, Aries. the dates being, uh, well, so Aries is the first in the astrological ca- calendar. I did That's, not know that. Yeah, we number one because um, we start on the uh March equinox or the spring equinox. That's March Which is, 21st. What's the name of the holiday that because you have May Day. Uh-huh. Um, or Mabon. Or uh you know that's where they like take the, the ribbons and they dance around the maypole, you know. Wait. I thought they did like a whole thing with like people running or like marching down the streets and stuff. What? Where are we talking about? There's not a May Day parade. Oh my fucking god. Hit the button. I <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I just, that, I'm not gonna lie. That was neat. Oh, that shit really got me. I did not expect that. Holy fucking shit. All right. So I actually, you know, I did not know that. That's the beginning of the fucking, of the astrological will of the year. Mm-hmm. So I always th- kind of thought that was interesting because I'm like the first of my family's generation of, of and the youth. first of the month and the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, get up. <laughs> it's the first of the month, and that's why I think it's so interesting because you're the first of the month, mm-hmm. and I'm the last of the month, April thirtieth. And we are very different signs. Yeah, well, because you know I'm I'm on the cusp of Aries. Being a Taurus, the, the Taurus season starting the twenty third, mm-hmm. because Max's girlfriend, her birthday is the twenty fourth. That's all I need. I know that. Wait, so, so that, no, sorry, the twentieth, the twentieth, twentieth. There because you go. Because my the, my my friend his is twenty first, and my ex is the twenty fourth. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, that because you are a Taurus, you are the. So, all right, all right. We're gonna do the quick rundown. All right, here's the roster. Hey, Poppy. Of the signs. You got Aries, Taurus, Gemini. Hey, what's the second one again? Aries, the ram. Mm-hmm. Taurus. Can I get a... Yeah. Oh, the bull. The bull. Gemini, the twins. Cancer, the crabs. Leo, the lions. That one's kind of obvious. 
Like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who? Um, Virgo the Maiden, Libra Libra the Scales. I I figured it would be like books. That makes sense though. Like law, law, lawyer, Libra. Mm, okay, yeah, the scales of justice and shit. Uh, Scorpio, um, that one's the lobster. Which kind of makes and- Scorpion? <laughs> that kind of makes sense to me. But uh, it, I think it would make sense if it were the lobster. It's a fucking water sign. It is. Oh, that's the other thing. Um, so all of these uh, different um, astrological All signs. the white women who live in New York are going to cancel us. Such an Aries and a Taurus. Well, I mean, they won't cancel us because it's in our. It's in. Oh our yeah, they'll be like, this. of course. It's such an. Aries we're just affirming. Such a Taurus. No, like I've 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 brushed up on uh, my astrology in recent uh, months. Um, Scorpio, Gemini, Cancer. Wait, where? Right, isn't that an order? No, that's not an it's order. Aries. It's Scorpio, Sagittarius. What? Capricorn, Scorpio. Aquarius, oh, yeah, Pisces. You're right. Capricorn. Oh yeah. Cap. So, wait, Sagittarius is the archer. Uh, oh, or oh, centaur. It's an archer. No, it's a centaur. That's an archer. Archer. And then Pisces. Pisces are fish. Um, Aquarius is the water bearer. Um, you know, I- the one that. <laughs> Brings moisture. So here we have a question, okay, before we even get started, which is, how do you feel about... About astrology? About astrology. So, I can't shit on, like, a lot of people like to shit on astrology as in, like, oh, it's made up, it's not real. It's as legitimate as any other framework for trying to attach meaning to an otherwise um what's the word for random but like in is in an God? existential <laughs> way um, well, no, arbitrary I mean, in, in, yeah arbitrary like in an otherwise arbitrary universe it's a mm-hmm. framework to try to ascribe meaning and i think that there could be some connection to the hemisphere that you're born in the eurocentric culture that of course, yeah. That developed this theology and um, the seasons in which your developmental years kind of take the most from. Well, I'm going to say that, you know, I said at the beginning, we talk alcohol, mm-hmm. equity, and humor. The equity has to come here, which is where I think that the reason why making fun of astrology is because primarily feminine presenting people tend to be really attached to and like astrology, you know? And here's the thing is that I really do believe if cis men liked astrology, it probably wouldn't be a big deal. You know, young women, a lot of young white women, but also Orishas and like spiritual black women and like witchy Latinas, they they also ascribe to and believe in and, and do those things, but they're feminine presenting and well, if cis men liked astrology, they would end up naming like rockets and accomplishments after the different mm-hmm. names in astrology. But instead, we chose mythology and went with Apollo and yeah. like uh, <laughs> it's literally just adjacent to it. Yeah. I like to make I like to make jokes. You know, I like to make jokes about it. But the reality is, it's 
I think it's a lot. It's, it's sexism, and it's not to say that not a lot of. It's not to say that people who aren't feminine believe in astrology or support astrology, but in the queer community, so it's either like cis women mm-hmm. or queer women and men, and all between. But generally, just not cis men and cis white men who mainstream are, heteronormativity yes. or heteromasculinity. So, like, I I'm, I'm not. I don't really believe in it, but. Even though I like to make a little bit of fun of it, I think I just want to acknowledge that, like, that's really what it is. I'd say I'm as agnostic about astrology as I am about, like, a a god. True. But it's not as fun, and you don't get as many likes on Twitter to be like, oh, I don't think God is real. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I probably believe in astrology more than I believe in the economy. Um, that I, makes sense. I don't think the economy exists, um, exi- like in a in a material form. Um, its value is kind of just based off of what we believe its value yeah. is, and people want to connect. And I'm gonna tell you something: people want to con- connect and network, and it's only really based off of how well we can trade ideas. Yeah, and can I tell you something? When you go to a place, and they're like, "Oh, you're a tourist." Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. If I'm like, "Hey, I'm a tourist," uh, whatever, I don't really believe in it, but. The some of the characteristics of like being hard, like all the things people say tourists are. Yeah, you like, grab life by the bulls. You know, some of the things I'm like, hey, I'm enough of the things that when I meet people, I can be like, hey, I'm a tourist, and it allows them to just understand a little bit about who I am without me having to like know them. It's kind of the same as like what are the the Myers Briggs personality tests? If you're yes. like, oh, the I, IMTP and the stuff yeah. like that. Well, I was just, I was actually. Reading a, a study, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a thing that neurodivergent people do, where they go into situations and they start making inside jokes to test to see if other people get the inside jokes, mm-hmm. so that they to see how much other people can connect with them because they can't really connect with the other people otherwise. Like it's a little difficult sometimes. So you go into a situation and it's like, you know, uh, if you're super neurodivergent and you're young, you like we like horror films. You'd be like you dress like hardcore goth, because then when you go into a situation, then you would the people would see you and hear the things you talk about, and they would kind of get you. If you're like, hey, I'm a Taurus, people who say they're a Taurus, they know they're saying that they're kind of hard headed and they're steadfast and that they're easy to love. But, but also dedicated and also and dedicated, working, which and... is a huge tourist thing. And people would think that Scorpios are very passionate, but Scorpios are counter to Taurus. So if you meet somebody who's like, I'm a Scorpio, and you say, well, I'm a Taurus, then they kind of know where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of saying something, which can be damaging a little bit. Because my mother is a fucking Scorpio, and me and her are fine, and stuff like that, or whatever. But like, you know, when you're in a social situation... Your mom is definitely a Scorpio. It's definitely a nice shortcut. (laughs) It is. Like, it's a way of kind of just giving your bio, but also it's it's not indicative of who you are. It's not like because you're a Taurus, you're going to have these things. It's more like you can express that you identify with these aspects and they are defined by the umbrella term of being a Taurus. I yes, suppose. 100%. You know, the things aren't that important, but I think it I think it matters when it matters. And 
I think that people are so concerned about things not being real. But like, I I know I get shit from people from this, but when it comes to like even God, like pe- the community around church, it's it's almost irreplaceable sometimes. You know, the community that you have around having a shared belief, which if it's fucking the music you like is like you hate Anthony Fantano, the world's busiest music nerd on YouTube. So you fucking go on our music on fucking Reddit. That's part, that's your fucking tribe, you know? And it just helps you fucking identify because the people who like death grips, most likely like Brockhampton, even like Brockhampton and death grips, Right, you might also actually like Lord because Lord was like super like very interesting, but that means you're probably not gonna like Justin Bieber. Like having, but I'll tell you something. This is it's almost like there's algorithms designed to try to identify the things you like and the things you don't like, and then extrapolate data from there using other data sets. And then, but Pinjolet said something in his <laughs> podcast once, which is stealing his content from mine, which is. If you meet someone and you know two things about them and you know everything about them, then like you don't want to be their friend. And and I because there are some people who are like they like the great because he's a little older, so he's like you like the Grateful Dead and you smoke weed and you're Republican. I know everything about you. Yeah. Well, the last one's kind of it's almost well no because like, they were younger. They because mm. when they were deadheads, they were younger. Right. Right. You right. know they don't smoke weed anymore. You know, like you know about people. When they say things like, um, AOC is a little too much for me. And, you know, like, I really don't like AOC. And, like, I'm not pro, I'm pro life, but, like, like, I support other people's choice to do whatever they want. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when you hear certain phrases from people, then they kind of fit into a box. And a lot of people kind of intentionally put themselves into a box where they're easily identifiable because they feel comfortable there. And I don't want to be friends with someone who's like, you know, it's like I, a lot of people that I know, like if you're white and like you like rock music, if, I, if, they, if they like love metal, let's say they dress head to toe, yeah. like fucking corpse paint, and you go, what do you listen to? If they say, I listen to everything but rock and country, I already know what kind of person they are before I even get to a third thing. Because there, because those are there, there's a certain kind of person right. who is that you know, people are easily. That's why TikTok. There's I, there was a study about being radicalized, and the researchers what they did is they went into TikTok, they went to the regular feed, and they just scrolled, and whenever there was something that was mildly transphobic, they liked it, and then within with within four hundred videos, which is about twenty hours, they were. And like alt right TikTok, the the algorithm was they went from like mild transphobic posts mm. to actual swastikas on the screen and things like that because people are kind of easy. So astrology makes sense. All just because our vice president into the two thousands knew how to dance. <laughs> oh my fucking god! That's algorithm. <sighs> My fucking That's, god. I can't. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my fucking no, um but I think that's that's a keen observation and this is the way we do kind of like to ascribe these things to ourselves to make it easier to navigate. Um I'm gonna relate it to some of the uh 
communications classes, I took one. I took uh, an evolutionary communication class. That's hot. It was super hot. It got into talking about the way animals um, have evolved to use certain either physical signifiers or uh, vocal or audio like signif- signals to communicate mm-hmm. with others, either in the species or in the environment. But there's always an inherent cost to creating a signal. Um, And therefore, in an evolutionary scale, there has to be some benefit that outweighs that cost. Did we talk about this with with comedy? During the comedy episode, because... We were talking about the theory of comedy. Well, I use I reuse material all the time, so this oh, is boy. probably uh, well. Uh, you, I, I, I hope you remember because I'm throwing it to you because I don't really remember the different philosophies of comedy. Um, I remember how we were talking about this, where comedy was used as a signaling device to kind of tell in an evolutionary sense in the pack in the social mm-hmm. pack. Um, when one would laugh, it would signal that there is not a need for stress amongst the others in the past. It would be an anxiety relief because otherwise people or people or just individuals within the social group would uh, basically have to be on their constant individual guard unless they had a way of communicating amongst themselves if they were cool to, you know, chill. Um, But I think... You know, you take this cost cost benefit analysis of evolutionary signaling. Uh, being able to ascribe yourself to an astrological sign is just a way of being able to navigate the world by signaling, hey, these are the attributes that I identify with, and it just so happens they are aligned with you know, the the order that I was born. And then you also have all the different subcategories of your astrological sign that I didn't even know about until oh, like I'm, a year oh, ago. All right, let's go. You got your moon, yes. your rising, oh. your houses, all the different houses that things can be. So we're going to get into it. Your your sign has to do with like the actual um, time you were born and the uh, season and how you tend to um just approach things right then your moon is usually your emotional reaction to things and that has to do with the specific date um date time year that whatever moon is in the, i don't know how you find out what it you you google the time and date that you were born you mean like i just did and okay. it tells you <laughs> i'm listening so, and then you got your moon and then your rising, which I'm not, again, I'm not quite sure what even the rising means, if it has to do with the sun or or what order or cycle it falls on. The moon, of course, is the lunar cycle, but the rising is how you're perceived in a social setting. So, your sign is the way you approach the um, the moon is the way you feel in response and the rising is the way you're perceived externally. Well, I, I know that there's two different types. I know there's, um, these are, so there's different types of astrology 
And the ones that are like the main ones are Western astrology, which is from a particular book, which I don't, it's called Tetra Biblios. Or, that kind of dates back to the Babylonian, or it yeah, yeah, off of the Babylonian. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's you know, which those, I'm pretty sure Babylonians kind of borrowed from Zoroastrianism and Persia. Yes, yeah. There's Chinese astrology, but in America, that's not the one that we usually. It's either. Do you know what your Chinese zodiac is, though? I don't remember. I I used to know. A year of the pig, baby. I think mine was the year of the fat fucking cock. <laughs> uh, the big old. Fat, uh, feathery, Western, in Western, and I believe um, I think it was uh, fuck. I think it was Vedic. So one of them is solar. One of them's lunar. That's the main thing. This you know. Oh, uh, I I didn't. So Vedic, I would assume, would be like kind of Indic due to the Vedas. I'm not gonna lie, I just don't remember. But I know that's like one of the oldest forms. If there was a video on Vice, versus, which is called Astronomers versus Astrologists, which is a little funny because the astrologists were like, you know, the planets and stuff shift. It's not in the same place. Like the Little Dipper is not the Little Dipper. It hasn't been for like fucking 150 years or 200 years. Well, she grew up. Because they move. The stars move. Oh, you know? I they, mean. Or, or they vanish because the light has been gone for a long time. So you point and you're like, ah, those look like a fucking the, the Little Dipper or Taurus. And it's but, not. But it's not. It hasn't been that for years. Eh, use you your know. imagination. It never really looked like that anyway. But, you know, I, I think it's interesting because the rising thought, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I'm not going to lie. I literally know Nothing about that. When I well, was a young Wiccan, when I was young, when Wiccan, I was a young Wiccan, when I was a young Wiccan, I fucking, you know, that honestly, I'm not gonna say it didn't exist, but that shit did not exist. That shit did not fucking exist. All right. You started with Silver Raven Wolf. Don't fuck. The, if you listen to this, listen, I'm sorry. Okay. I wasn't fucking high school and that was in the fucking library when i was a freshman teen witch but then you get to like the solitary petitioner you know fucking cunningham like you get into like the real stuff but like nobody was fucking talking about rising or anything like that you know but there's a reason for that which i think is because wiccan still has to operate within a somewhat christian theology wiccan was created by the was created by joe bruce governor and, and Doreen Vellante, who were both in the New Haven Coven, Coven in Massachusetts in 1972, okay? So they pretty much just took, like, a paganism, like a loose pagan philosophy. Yeah. And they just kind of created it, made it into a more standard religion within their coven. You know, like they just took the belief and they were like, oh, we're going to make some rules and have some rules and stuff like that. But like I, to my knowledge, but also I wasn't and I wasn't I wasn't a fucking adult in the 70s. I don't fucking know. Maybe people were fucking talking about the rising and stuff. Wait, so but this seems very new. Like Goody Proctor wasn't worshiping and consorting with the devil. Not to my knowledge. No, mm. I don't remember people talking about the rising and rising moon i don't remember that well there's actually a pretty easy way you could check it um it's called google there's a house in new orleans um they call the rising sun and it's been (laughs) oh my fucking god 
I'm I'm doing a bit now. I'm listening. I'm re- I'm 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 in on it. And it's been around for many <laughs> many a poor boy and God, I know I I'm one. Um anyway. But like it's you just google it. You search the time, the date. Like I know I was born at 11:11 11, 11 a.m. And listen, I'm I don't using... know if that affects the rising the moon or whatever, but I know exactly what was going down uh, Zodiac-wise when I popped out uh, my mom's uterus. So, oh, and that's the other thing. All the different signs have different associated elementals. That well, is not true. not all different. It's cycling elementals. So I'm looking, <laughs> I'm literally looking on uh, astrology.com.tr <laughs> for, uh, for my rising and stuff so i don't know well, i'm gonna give you a little a couple little deets about me give me give it to me so i'm an aries with a uh taurus moon and a cancer rising um that means the aries being a fire sign is passionate and and charismatic the taurus being an earth sign is grounded but um um, diligent, sometimes stubborn, but but uh, what's what's another word? Uh, grounded is a good word. I think that's that's the best kind of encapsulate. And then cancer is water, um, usually comforting but shifting, flexible, fluid. Of the water signs, you got uh, what is it? Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. Um, you know. Not to judge or point fingers or anyone, but <laughs> I tend to think cancers are the most chill of the water signs. Um, surprisingly, less crabby. <laughs> I think it's interesting because I mean, maybe, uh, maybe because they're so close. Um, uh, Aries and Taurus kind of have a lot in common with Aries being a ram. I mean, we're both horny, so. Yeah. <laughs> so uh taurus are known for being tenacious and perseverant tanak (laughs) stubborn uh requiring like routine and stability they like to keep track of everything a bit of a workhorse (sighs) this this one here says superficial superficial and materialistic you do like shiny objects. But also empathetic and sensitive to the needs and emotions of others. Helpful and generous. Wow. This sounds like practical and down to earth. Can I just say, though? It seems like if you throw enough adjectives <laughs> on there. It sounds like a lot. Because like level-headed and calm and nature lovers, right? So, like, I whatever, I'm vegan, whatever. But you literally can throw anything because, like, if you're like, well, you know, I'm helpful and generous, but, like, I'm not empathetic and sensitive. And fuck nature. Like, it's interesting because superficial and materialistic are kind of, I think, counter to practical and down to earth. <laughs> if you're materialistic, that means you could still be down to earth and materialistic if you are utilitarian with your materials. Oh, that's me. Ah, oh, damn. Oh, fuck. It damn, did me. I just fucking I know. Astro, astro analyze you? So I was born on the April 30th, 1986 at 7 a.m. So that means that my sun is a Taurus. My moon is an Aquarius. My ascendant or rising moon is Gemini. 
And my medium coil is Aquarius. I don't know what that means. I'm not quite sure what the medium coil is. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised that the sign for Aquarius is air because, like, their their thing is the water bearer, but they're they're air. Ain't that weird? All right, so now we're gonna get to the root, to the meat of the matter, mm-hmm. to the impossible burger of it all. How many? Twelve, eleven? I never. Eleven. Oh yeah, because eleven signs. Yeah. Which liquor? Do we ascribe? Do we? What cocktail and or individual liquor do we? Subscribe to both. So here we go. Hey there, everybody. This is Was That In Good Taste? And what are we doing right now? We're going to take all 11 astrological si- fucking astrological signs. signs and we're giving you a horoscope. A horoscope, which means either a cocktail and or individual liquor, liqueur, or maybe even just beverage. Um, So... Fucking let's go. Oh, so, there are 12. So, so starting yeah. first, because you're an Aries and I'm a Taurus, I think that without even looking, okay, so what do you think would be for an Aries? For an Aries, I would say... You better keep that open, because I don't know them all. In, I don't know them all. I don't fucking know them all in uh, order. That's fair. I'll keep these notes open. I would say that the liquor that defines an Aries is bourbon. And you know what? This is what I love about it because I feel like for a tourist, it's not a liquor, it's a cocktail, it's an old fashioned. Because an old fashioned, while being grounded, and like an old fashioned is both snooty, it's high end, and utilitarian. It only uses three ingredients. It's literally the most chill, fancy ass, snooty beverage ever. You can, you can, you can doctor it up, or you can just kind of. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, it's simple. It's utilitarian. It's useful. Can I tell you something? When it's made right, it's consistent. The kind of person who likes an old-fashioned, likes their beverage to be consistent, mm-hmm. you know, to be just... And if you old- like an old-fashioned, then that's like your drink? Yeah. That's like, you know, an old-fashioned, I feel like, because, and I think Aries is also, that makes, because a bourbon... Well, because I think Aries, it's, it's very, um, it's the ram, you know? It's yeah. kind of a leader of its pack it's definitive it's iconic in a sense but it plays a role and is responsible in the role that it plays as a leader i agree and it's so funny because i feel like i didn't realize that we were at the beginning of the chart Mm -hmm. but bourbon is absolutely it's so important to like cocktails. It's it's its own iconic liquor. It's both charismatic and versatile. Which I also love, by the way, because you can have bourbon without having the name bourbon. You know? Yeah. Like, it literally can just be... American like, It can be American Worski, you know? It's really... Okay, so the Aries isn't... I'd say it is bourbon, but really it's corn whiskey. It is. It's, it's like a corn whiskey, but like, you know, and... Taurus is the same, but it just needs a little bit more because the entire point of an old fashioned is really to accentuate the liquor that's in it. And the liquor most traditionally and most commonly is a bourbon. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, that's what it do. It's you, and that's what you do as a Taurus. You accentuate. <laughs> hey, I, the I bourbon take it. that is me. <laughs> I take it. Go me. Can I get a? Yeah, that's me. Ooh, myself, listen, it's been forever. I want to press the buttons. Okay. All right, Cancer. So, wait, wait, next we got Gemini. Oh, Gemini. So I was I was reading ahead. We, we were going a little. So so we got Aries the Ram, March twenty first to April nineteenth. Taurus the Bull, April twentieth to May twentieth. And the Gemini, May twenty first to June twentieth. And I don't know about you, but Gemini's are known. This is interesting, maybe because of the little picture that you always see. They're the twins. People always like to say that Gemini's are two face. Mm. That's something very common. That you see with people who talk about Gemini's. My close friend Lisa, who I hope is listening, they like likes to be like, ah, oh, you know, I'm a Gemini. That's one thing that was always like in high school, like a joke. It's like, ah, oh, you're ah. a Gemini because you're a two faced. Spoken like a real two faced fucking Gemini. <laughs> so, what kind of cocktail do you think a Gemini would be? Well, but here's the thing I don't think a Gemini is two faced. Both my mother and my brother are Gemini's, and it's not. Ooh, and they're. Both not that. They're both so forward and straight up and they oh, I love that. Are very to the point. I think what a Gemini is is well balanced. I know that we'd probably save that for the Libra, but a Gemini is having to compromise between a dichotomy. And so for that, I would say the cocktail that would go with a Gemini is something that uses only two ingredients. Ooh, what's that? Now, I might be getting this wrong, but I think it's a dark and stormy. Uh, dark and stormy, which is a Gosling's ginger beer and the Gosling's rum. And dark rum. Yeah. I On like one hand, that. you got spice, you got fizz, you got pop and sweetness. On the other hand, you still got sweet. But you also got a little bit of burn and a little bit of heat and a little bit more spice in a different direction. I, I actually, I love that because, you know. Because you're not just dark, but you're dark and one stormy. One of the people that I love the most is a Gemini, and I would never consider them to be two-faced. If anything, they're so emotional and loving, and I think they're actually a really balanced person. And I think that, I, I remember I told you, I was like, oh, I had the Gosling ginger beer in my fridge. And I had the Gosling's dark rum, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize I had these things, and I made it. And it was and it, the best combination of dark rum and ginger beer I've ever had. Well, because here I think I think this be- breaks it down better than I, what I said a minute and a half ago. Uh, the ginger beer itself isn't too spicy. It's very sweet, but it's it's got a dryness that is is approachable, where it's not too cloying. The rum itself is a little sweet and spicy, almost sassy. And so you got the sass mixed with a dryness that can come. And then you got some good sarcasm. And I think that's what I get from most of the Geminis I know. I love that. And of course, next we have the Cancer, which is June 21st to July 22nd. Now, Cancer is a water sign. This one is, I think, is kind of interesting to me because... I know it's going to sound interesting, but I don't know about what a cancer is supposed to be. I think I know so what I'm a gonna cancer is supposed to be. So I'm going to up to you because I have some opinions about Leo. So one of the cancers that's most near and dear to my heart is one of my close friends, Kyle. I just realized cancer is that, – that's, that's, that's summer. Yeah. My sister's a cancer. Aww. 
Wait. did not realize that. Oh, yeah. The first I did not realize that. So, all right, here's I'm going to pitch this one Fuck to you. Fuck cancers. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm listening. All right, what's that one um German Bavarian maybe beer that does the grapefruit Oh, you mean like Schaffhofer? That's it. Schaffhofer. Schaffhofer grapefruit is cancer. Mild, approachable. It's got a distinct taste, but for the most part, it's for people who don't necessarily know what they like, but they can bond with anyone. <laughs> I kind of like that. that I, I, I could see that. All, all of the cancers I've known um, have strong opinions, but they don't necessarily push those opinions onto people, and that makes them approachable and uh, conversational. And I think that's what a grapefruit Schaffhofer does. It's a conversation piece. It's different, but it's not so different that it's unpalatable. I got an opinion. Because All right, hit, hit me. some of the most important people in my life are apparently fucking cancers. Who would have known? Which is the thing about Schaffhofer is that like you see it everywhere. So you don't think it's special. But, but they're the, so special. But the depth and complexity of it. Is actually like people who drink it all the time don't realize that like they're drinking something that you don't normally get because it's not a rattler. It's sweet and and grapefruity and a little tart, a little bitter. It's it's a it's the perfect mix between a beer and like a grapefruit juice. It's a, it's it's so good. It's a filling. It's a more filling version of a white claw. But a less heavy version of a beer. It's it's great. It's the ultimate compromiser, I now, think. I got this. You got this one? Leo. Okay. July 23rd to August 22nd. Leo the Lion. <sighs> Having dated a few Leos in my day. <laughs> <laughs> Having currently uh, dating well, a Leo. Uh, Leos are like a four locos. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason for this, okay? When I say four loco, I mean four loco. With the caffeine, oh damn! The original for being loyal, being vivacious and theatrical and passionate. I'm gonna tell you something. People don't respect what Four Loco is. See, before Four Loco was a thing called Sparks. Sparks was an energy drink that was an alcoholic beverage. Sparks. Okay, and people like to crap on Four Loco, but here's the thing: you got to think about like this. Imagine how cool it is, how much energy it is, how wild, but also a little too much mm? it is to have something that like hits you with all this caffeine and it hits you with boom, 8 to boom. 12% of alcohol and it and it gets you because in a, in a weird way, it actually... It gets the job done and it keeps you going for more. I don't even think Four Loco tastes bad. It does. I just think That's the it tricky just, part. It just tastes like a lot. It tastes, it tastes, it's a bit much. And you might not deserve, I guess, the taste. It it knows what it is. Because here at Allure.com, it says here that they're delighted to embrace their royal status. That's what a Leo is. I'm going to tell you, Ford Loco is so confident in what it is. Mm. And there's nothing bad about that. There's nothing bad about knowing who and what you are. I... I do appreciate, and I I acknowledge that. I I'd, I'd, I'd agree to a certain extent. I tend to, well, 
I'm, I'm going to earn brownie points on saying this. Oh, well, yeah. I think that a Leo is a champagne. Oh, we like champagne. So. No, is it? <laughs> no I, I feel like. No, uh, no, there's pop. There's circumstance. Yeah. There's a, I'm here. Can I tell you something? When Four Loco first, with, when, the, when the version with caf- of caffeine was first being like, like outlawed, it's like it's illegal. My mother was like, oh, you ha- you've had those before. You should go and buy them. My mother was like, they're like Ford Loco didn't become popular and huge for no reason. Ford Loco was not a big popular thing just because. Just you know because what I mean? It was a meme. Like it's not because it just existed. No, you know I, what I mean. The first people like, liked it. High it school party I went to was uh, sponsored by a Ford Loco. And by, by the way, a single Ford can Loco. Can I tell you something? If you can buy a Ford Loco, do you know what else you could buy? You could buy some fucking vodka. You can buy some Which has more vodka. fucking alcohol. Yep. Like, if you really want to get fucking wasted, you can buy Red Bull and some fucking Jaeger or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, Leo doesn't get enough respect. It's true. So, and now Leo's the start of the next um, cycle of, of elemental signs. So Leo is also a fire sign. Ooh, rest in peace, fire. Because now we're headed to... Wait, wait. What? Uh, I just... I. She had told me this before, but I just realized that um, the uh, woman that I'm um, dating is also a fire sign, earth, moon, uh, water. <laughs> I rolled my eyes water. so hard. I know you did. I did look at you. We're so compatible. <laughs> I, know, I know you are. Fuck off. Anyway. Uh, after by the way Leo. my whole thing at the beginning of me sticking up for people who love astrology I couldn't help my, I just rolled my eyes so hard I got whiplash <laughs> I hope you fucking break your optic we have nerve. 11 minutes left continue go go alright Vigo Vigo <laughs> Virgo if your astrological sign is Vigo Mortensen you're a god Virgos are historically represented by the goddess of wheat and agriculture the maiden. Oh. The goddess of wheat and agriculture. I would say Virgo is a Malbec. Oh, I could see that. Practical. Practical, tasty, bold. May get you a little mouthy. That's say something. It's something a little logical about getting Malbec. You know why? It's not too sweet. It's not, not too, too su- dry. It's well balanced. It's the kind of thing that you would get. But it... You do want to know if it came from a good harvest. I'm gonna tell you you got to know the year. You got to know the vintage. I was going to say. It's sturdy. It's hardy. That it's... when it comes to improving its skills, due diligent and consistent practice, Melbeck is one of those wines that, like, there is a huge range between. What is it? Are you, are you an Argentinian Malbec? Are you an Australian Malbec? Yes. Are you a Napa Malbec? Like, what kind of Virgo are you, babe? I feel like I really want to do this one, which is September 23rd to October 22nd, which is La Libra. The scales. The scales. And when it comes to balance and harmony, I'm, I'm actually curious. I'm, I'm Wait, really curious. You're going to throw those on me? I'm curious. I, no, I have my oh, opinion. Oh, you have your, okay. But I want to know, what do you, what do you consider? I'm 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 actually really curious about this. Ooh. I don't want to spoil you by by telling you mine because I swear I have one. All right, so I the Libra, the scales, September to October, 
It's cardinal. Harmony. Harmony. Air sign. Black and tan. Ooh. You got to tell them. Oh, what a black and tan is. Yes. It's a stout beer. Guinness, usually, yes, right? Yes. That is poured and then a lager on top? Or what's what's usually the I, I don't fucking know. It, but I don't it's, remember. It's basically two layers of different density of beers. One of them being a stout. One of them being a lighter beer that floats on top and you get a color gradient through the glass. It's two dynamic beers that you drink together, but you have to allow them the separation um, or else it'll just mix into a, a hodgepodge of flavors. The uh, specialty of this drink is finding the balance between each different beer and also drinking it with respect to each side, not doing so in a way that blends them together, but in a way that attributes the uh, proper appreciation for both beers in the same glass. So I can see that. Now I'll tell you something. I feel like some people, when they say balance, they might think of like maybe a black and tan, maybe a white Russian, but true balance is a gin and tonic. Ooh. Because I love tonic, but most people don't. I love straight gin. Most people don't. But anyone who doesn't love gin, who doesn't love tonic, if you make them a gin and a tonic, a really good gin and tonic, because the quinine, quinine kind of tastes funky. I like it, but like, but it, it is. I bitter. can get if you don't like it. the The whole beauty of a gin and tonic is bitter plus bitter with a little dash of bitter. It makes sweet and delicious. Yes, it's sweet. Uh, something about it's like earthy. The spice helps elevate it. You can't tell me that balance is not a gin and tonic. Oh, and it's a two. It's a two drink. It's a two ingredient drink. Yeah, that would work. It's simple. It's two ingredients, but. Drinking just tonic is kind of a no-no. For most people, drinking just gin is also a no-no. But you put them together. But you put them together. And honestly, there's almost no combination of two ingredients. I know you said goslings. So goslings, like the Dark and Stormy, is fun and funky and well, interesting. Both but those things are good on their own. But they find a good balance to bring out the best in each other. And that was that's referring yeah. back to the Gemini. But it's I don't think that's even on a level as a gin and tonic. And if you are listening to this and you're like, I went to a bar once and I had a gin and tonic, it's cause either there was mad tonic or there was mad gin, which is the two common issues when you go to a bar mm -hmm. and you get a gin and tonic because it's either too much gin, or I might like that, or too much tonic, which I might like. But if you find the right balance of it, they'll bring out the best in each other. Whereas yes. if you don't find the right balance, you're going to find that neither of them taste good together. It's also kind of interesting. You see later, like as you get further down the year too, like when you hear people kind of, I guess, make fun of astrology, usually they're making fun of like Virgos, Scorpios, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Pisces, like the not necessarily making fun of like if you're born this year you're a piece of shit, but like when when people make jokes about astrology in general, 
they go for the the later in the year names. Isn't that weird? That is true. Now, I also want to take the next one because there's a big reason for this. And I don't know if you realize this, but my mother, being November 8th, is a Scorpio. Oh, my aunt is a Scorpio as well. And my father, being November 6th, is also a Scorpio. Oh, shit. Scorpio following between... Um, you were begat I, by scorpions? I know, right? Between October 23rd and November 21st. And scorpions are, like, when you talk about controversial, <laughs> you want to talk about, like, people either hate Taurus because Taurus are, like, they like they like things their way and they're, like, so hard-headed and they like things to be so good. But most people kind of like that. But if you don't, that's like, oh, how da- I don't like Taurus. Scorpios? Are, oh, sorry. You, you. No, no, no. I'm. Scorpios are uh, given shit because they are known to be somewhat difficult in being able to read their emotions. Yes. Whereas Tauruses are given shit because they are too obvious with displaying their emotion. But, or... but I think it's wrong because Scorpios is misunderstood because Scorpios are really meant to be its passion. And power. Well, I, I agree. I think both of those things are completely flipped, whereas Tauruses will put their head down and work to get yep. through whatever Taurus emotion. Taurus are actually, are actually more reserved. Whereas Scorpios... Oh, God, it sounds like I believe it, because I kind of do a little bit. Scorpios are extremely emotionally fluid and wear it on their sleeves, and people will think they're hard to read because there's no in-between-the-lines to mm-hmm, read. Mm-hmm. It's just right there. Now, I know exactly what drink cocktail or beverage reflects a Scorpio. Well, so I was going to say previously gin and tonic just because that's what I associate with the people I know as Scorpios. But I'm curious what the perfect... See, I feel like... I feel like something about the Libra, the balance, gin and tonic, it surprised you. I knew I had to get ahead of you Mm. because I knew you were going to use that for something. Because that, that is, in my opinion, balance. I think a Scorpio is something like a, um, like an alchemist, something like a triple IPA, something like a craft IPA. Because a lot of people, you go on the street and like, ah, oh, IPA to go, oh, I don't like IPAs. But like, they're, they're wrong. Not because they don't like it, but because they're so complex. There's mm. a lot of strength and a lot of alcohol. Like, if you like a Budweiser... Drinking an IPA, like a real, like a good triple IPA, Citra hops, you know, Cascade hops, you know, uh, don't drinking something that's so heavy and so bold is a lot, but it's not that it's bad. It's just power. It's assertive. And if you, the difference is if you aren't educated enough, if your palate is not refined enough, if you're not ready for it, it doesn't taste good. But it's not Mm. that the IPA isn't good. It is good. It's that you're not You're not for good it. for it. Just like people who are like, ah, oh, I don't like blue cheese. I mean, I'm vegan, but you're wrong. Blue cheese is good. You just aren't ready to be eating blue cheese. You know what I mean? Blue cheese can be a little funky and, and a little sour. Hmm. You know, the blue cheese works. Blue cheese in a fucking burger. Blue cheese gorgonzola dip. An IPA, a, something super heady and fucking you know, fucking 12% with all the hops and all the bitterness, it's not bad. It's just more than you're ready for. You're not ready for it. 
you're not acclimated to it yet. You're not in the mood for it. Mm, I do like that assessment of Scorpio. I I'm also going to propose that, that's my opinion. I, I, IPAs also. I do like that. No, like because that is. I don't like a lot of IPAs, and it's because they're a bit much. But you also have. But I have. I've, I've given I have, you. I have liked some. I've IPAs. given you some crazy IPAs on a right day, and you've enjoyed them. That's true. And I've given you the same ones on other days, and you haven't. I'm just saying. I think, or I all associate my my proposed cocktail would be a Bloody Mary. You know what? I feel like they're on the same page. I, I kind of, I think and it's because I, I it's you. one that if you, if you know it and you like it and it's something that you appreciate, you will appreciate every aspect of it, but there's a whole lot of dynamicness to it. But here's, here's where I'm going to, I'm going to point it out. I'm going to divert a little bit. Bloody Mary's will incorporate a ton of different garnish. Sometimes it'll be as simple as a celery stick. Sometimes it'll be a whole stack of stuff. And here's the thing with Scorpios. The more they try to um, repress or conceal the fluidity of their emotions, and the more they try to garnish the way they're feeling, because their feeling is so tied to... um, their action they end up over garnishing and sometimes it might not even affect the way the drink tastes and the drink may still be delicious but there's so much over garnish that it it becomes too much i tell you something this literally coincides with the ipa because you get a nice ipa and you look at it but before you've even drank it you pick up, I don't know, a regular a King Sue, and it's like Cascade and Mosaic. But then you pick up something else, and it says, you know, it says Mosaic, Cascade, Citra, and next thing you know, there's five hops in it, and it also has strawberry, and it just seems like a lot before you've even given it a chance. And then when you drink it, you can, there's a lot going on. There's, there's but a lot. the reality is, is, you know, they put like... It's really just citra hops. Yeah, they put like a knob of mosaic in that fucking 80 gallons, and it's all citra. Yeah. You know, but like, they, they put a lot into it, and they put so much, it just seems like a lot. And I think it's a way of scaring off those who would otherwise not want to... It's a way of scaring off people who wouldn't want to invest fully to begin with. Now, I want to I wanna share this one with you, but the Sag... The sad November twenty second to December twenty first. I can I just say that I didn't want to get into it. I'm just gonna say I think the Sag is Scotch. Sag is Scotch. I I just think the Sag is Scotch. She's a fire sign, you know, like knowledge. You know what I mean? People who drink Scotch are just like looking for numbers on bottles, like, but not people, not. But I feel like it's not Scotch. It's people like Sagittarius is not Scotch. It's people who like Scotch. You know, it's not the scotch itself. Because the scotch is just existing. Sagittarius is high-end Irish whiskey. It's Ooh, I could see that. It's a shelf and a half above Jameson, but still Irish. It's Green Spot. Ooh. It's Sexton. Wow, that's a lot right there. The Sexton some, comment was a lot. It's something that 
wants to dig into the history of Irish distilleries and like the, the fact... Kil- like the Kilbegan single grain. Mm-hmm. It's somewhat... It's... Uh, fuck it. It's writer's tears. Oh. It's... It's writer's tears. It's copper pot writer's tears. You know what tears. kills me about that? Is that? There's a lot going into it, and there's so much going on, but you might not like it. You like, might not. You know, it- and honestly, the flavor isn't super complex. It's just refined. But also, the flavor is not important. It's a straight shooter. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. The flavor is just not important. It's the the stuff behind the flavor. It's the mentality you're in while you're having the flavor. Now, I, I was wondering about Capricorn, like it being an earth sign, right? You know, it being the goat with the tail of a fish, you know, the, the one that's known for being skilled at navigating the material. The goat. And emotional realms. Which, which, no cap. Or all cap for corn. What, what, uh, what cocktail do you think? Uh, or, or alcohol? The goat. Tequila. Ooh, uh, you know, I cannot fucking disagree with you. Swims like water, hits like a goat. Fuck, man. Because, like it says here again on Allure.com, it says that Capricorn is skilled at navigating both material and emotional realms. Fucking tequila. People who listen to like, ah, tequila's not that special, but you drink tequila, you get oh. fucking wasted, right? But yeah. when people, when they want to fucking... And hey, you want a nice tequila? Yeah, and it's not quite, it's the opposite of balance. Because it's always what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? It just happens to master both. It's bas- It's it's not having to, to tiptoe between the two lines. It's kind of just plowing right through and is like, hey, I'm here, but I'm everything the party needs. Fuck, man. Especially like a good tequila, too. Ooh, like a like a like a tequila ocho. Oh, fuck yeah. It's like, like a I'm not gonna, I know this is going to sound ridiculous, and people are going to be like, eh, but like, I know this is not true, but mezcal is tequila, okay? Mezcal. Mm, vice versa. Okay, tequila is mezcal. Yeah, get it right. Whatever. Not all ravens are COVID, corvids. <laughs> but all corvids are ravens. They're all- Wait, the, no. Wait. <laughs> they're all the fucking, you know, they, they share a lot, and I think it's the same with mezcal. You know what I mean? I think that mezcal is like funky and cool, but like cheap mezcal, you fucking go to a bar and it's like $7 mezcal margarita. You just fucking drink that shit. I think think people might not believe me because mezcal can be a little funky, but mezcal is also a master of two. I feel like mezcal is there because mezcal is not scotch. Mezcal is not a smoky. Even the fucking... It's a different kind of smoky. It's it le- is. It's less a leathery smoky and more of a sooty smoky. All oh right. man, we got so two we got, left. We got two more. We got to finish this out. Aquarius, the water bearer. January twentieth to February eighteenth. They're an air sign. Wow! Despite the aqua in its name, Aquarius is actually the last sign. Air sign of the zodiac. Aquarius is represented by the water bearer, the mystical healer who bestows water, life, upon the land, which is via allure.com, A L L U R E, which is a black website. There you go. Okay. So, what what was their characteristic? I'm going to be honest. Aquarius, I think, wait, was that January? It is the last air sign. 
January 20th to February 18th. Oh, my dad's an Aquarius. Who bestows water or life upon the land, which I think is water. I think the beverage for Aquarius is water because even though it's air, when you fucking are drinking or about to drink, what you need to be on air is water. What you need to be on is fucking water. You know, <laughs> it's the fucking beverage it's you the need. Healer. You know, it's above. It gives you life. It's mm. the thing that matters the most. I'd say Aquarius is isopropyl rubbing alcohol. <laughs> it's the healer. <laughs> it's like, don't drink, do not drink isopropyl alcohol. I'm just bringing this to you. Do not actually drink it. <laughs> it's good for just you to dip use your, your wounds. wounds. <laughs> you know, oh my fucking god! Oh my fucking god! Uh, uh, in all honesty, I think like uh, Aquarius is just iodine tablets. I can. <laughs> you know what? It took you a second. I, to I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh my lord! I know it feels like we're getting a little tired, but I really am so excited. We're on the last like, one. Like fuck, fuck. I mean, Aquarius. Oh, I just think it's water, but Pisces. So because Pisces is the last constellation. Okay, it's a water sign, and it's two fish in opposite directions. It's the and uh, that fucking gets me. You know why? The ocean and the moon spirits. Because there's a lot of shit going on there. Because f- that could be like a fucking whiskey highball, which is which can be which is whiskey and soda. It could be whiskey and club soda or whiskey and ginger, you know, which is super awesome, which is, you would not, you might not think that, but something about it says to me, it's like a fucking, like a fucking Jaeger bomb, bro. Yeah. Something like is so, more Long Island so, iced tea. So contradictory, like fucking the, the licorice of the Jägermeister with like a fucking, with like a, like a fucking Red Bull, hmm. you know? Like just what what were the characteristics of Aquarius again? Well, it just according, so to a, according to allure.com. dot com. Not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag sponsor us. Um, hashtag oh. please, Daddy Allure, please sponsor us. Pisces, a water sign, is the last constellation of the zodiac. It is symbolized by two fish swimming in opposite directions, representing the constant division of Pisces' attention between fantasy and reality. As the final sign. Pisces has absorbed every lessons, the joys, the pain, the hopes, the fears. I didn't read that whole shit. Oh. Wait, I know what it is now. What is it? Pisces is a blended pina colada. <laughs> I was going to say, what the fuck? Because think about it this way. After you blend a pina colada, what happens between the ice and the coconut water? <laughs> I was gonna... It starts to separate. You have to continuously blend it in order to keep the... I think, using this definition, that it's an American whiskey. Because we talked before about bourbon, right? Bourbon! And we've talked about a lot of things. Now, I think Irish whiskey and American whiskey, quote-unquote, those two things have a lot in common. Because Irish whiskey actually doesn't have any particular like standards. Irish whiskey just has to be <laughs> if made. If we've seen who Irish whiskey's know, gone right? home with, we'd know Irish whiskey has those standards. <laughs> Irish whiskey only has to be made in Ireland. Yeah. American whiskey only has to be made in America. Those are the two characteristics. But the things about American and Irish whiskey is that they take all the lessons. Some of the most fun and funky American whiskeys are bourbons and anything but name because they're bourbon. But they're just not new American charred white oak. 
ooh, wait, no, wait. But hold up, but wait. Oh. What if Pisces Can is... Can a... Do it. Can I get a... Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I I loved where you were going with that train of thought, and I'm going to interject You're that. You're going to do okay. Pisces is fruit brandy. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Okay, continue. In the sense of like where you're saying it's going with with American whiskey, it's taking from all these different experiences. It's trying to consolidate, but it's really it's a transitionary thing. Bitch, even better than that. What's better than brandy? Brandy, but fancy cognac. Cognac, which is literally fucking brandy, Henny, but better. You know what I mean? Because here's the thing. Cavassier. Here's the thing is that Prunier. we we talked all that shit about it, but like it's it's literally they took fucking winemaking. Right? They took the the expertise, the perfect the they took everything. The art. They took the art of winemaking and 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 people who made wine fucking made brandy by accident. And they fucking took brandy and they fucking made something elevated. Which is why... Accidentally, too. Accidentally, which is why... I don't know if you realize this, but, like, technically, the reason why Hennessy is good, and I didn't think it was until we got some, and I was like, oh, this is oh, better this than is I good. fucking thought, is because there is no low quality of cognac. No, all cognac has to be presented. Like, yes, yeah. all cognac has to be, like, it's, like, fine... Or extra fine, or extra extra fine, or damn cognac, you, know, you look good. Which is why it's like the XO or like you know VSOP. All cognac has to be really, really fucking good, and it's not the kind of thing you always think of. It's not the kind of thing that you that you like reach out to and be like, ah oh, man, I want some cognac. But like, it's something that really embodies mm. the knowledge of a lot of things distilled down into something distilled that's awesome. Knowledge. That also happened to find itself completely by accident. That's hot. It takes the dichotomy of both knowing so much and being ignorant to what you don't know. I was gonna, just like the, you know, the unvaccinated. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't going to use a slur. There so before is. we wrap up, quickly, quickly, what sign? I know you're in, I know that you are. And Aries, if you could pick a sign, what would it be and why? Knowing who I am, the person I've grown into, I would stick with Aries. Fuck, I was thinking the same thing, but I was like, you know what? I'd be a Scorpio. Because Scorpios are actually kind of very close to the kind of personalities that Taurus have a little bit. And I love my mother. So fuck you. You had an opportunity to fucking say something if i had a backup one i'd say sagittarius just because i think centaurs are cool because the sag gets the vag (laughs) big sag oh no (laughs) oh my fucking i can i just say this has been absolutely fucking ridiculous terrific i just i honestly i can't it's good to fucking be here with you again so we has always had to wrap up and so we have to do our plug. So where can we find you, Chandler? Find me at Instagram, at uh, C underscore underscore honey. Or you can find me at Humble Bumble Bear 
comedy.com that's a website that i update um biannually <laughs> um that means every other year not twice per year <laughs> just in case there was any confusion um you can also find me uh i'm trying to be i'm trying to frequent the producers club on mondays um at nine o'clock or eight thirty, um more frequently but um, you know, we're busy. We're trying to do stuff, so uh, holla at you, boy. <laughs> oh. but- <laughs> um, you, of course, can only find me at A Habit of Wellness on uh, the Instagram. Uh, was it in good taste on Instagram? It's for us, as well as was it in good taste on Twitter? As well as if you want to comment, reach out, or have some kind of input, you can do one of two things. You can either shoot us an email at was that in good taste at gmail.com. Or you or, can leave a flaming bag of shit on our I'm not gonna floor. lie. Oh. <laughs> I literally don't give a shit if we have one star on iTunes. Or fucking stitch literally fucking I mean, if you have good opinions, leave good thoughts and stuff. That would be nicer, but you know, you could just take a dump on our face if you want. And as always, uh, this is Was That In Good Taste. And um, drinking isn't always recommended, but it what? is what? required. <laughs> okay. <laughs>